What is up, guys? Combat Addict here. Welcome to another edition of My Mouth Does the Talking. I'm thinking that we're going to do My Mouth Does the Talking on Sundays now. Uh, Sundays or Saturdays, we'll just put it, put it down for those two days, just because I find that uh, I really enjoy editing the shorter videos that I, I do, but it takes a long time to make those. So uh, I usually, you know, end up end up uh, having a little bit less time on Saturday than I think I do. So I'm thinking we might just switch it up, switch it up and have um, my mouth does the talking on Sundays. But in any case, uh, welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. Um, we only got like three things to talk about today, uh, but they're all pretty like no, no, nothing light today is going on. Actually, there is one light thing, I guess. Um, I, I talked to this guy last Saturday night. And uh, I ran into this dude on the way to Subway to get a bunch of cookies. Because you can get <laughs> free plug for Subway. Because you can get um, 12 cookies for $6 at Subway. And they're good cookies. Like, they're the kind that are, like, moist. They're the kind that, like, you put in the microwave for 10 seconds. And it's, like, gooey deliciousness. Like, they're those kinds of cookies. So I was going to walk and get some of those late at night because uh, my car was blocked in so I just decided to walk and while I was walking there this guy uh, with I think he had a bag and a black belt around his neck uh, and he was playing the Bhagavad Gita or whatever that, that, that text is called on a speaker and he was walking and he saw me and I saw him and he started to reach into his pocket. And honestly, like I wasn't threatened by this individual, but I thought to myself, wow, it'd be crazy if he pulled out like a knife or something right now and just tried to mug me. That'd be interesting. But I was like, all right, okay, cool. Well, I'm just going to keep walking. Like that's not what he's doing, but we'll see what happens. So he, <laughs> he pulls something out of his pocket and he said, and he says something to me. And I pull my earphone up because I had my earphones in at the time. And I realized that what he's got in his hand is a flyer, like a little pamphlet or something. And I'm like, I can't even remember what he said to me at first, but it was something about the mask that I was wearing. Cause I was, I was going to the subway and I had the, my mask on, right? Cause you can't get service if you don't have a mask. And he's like, Hey man, uh, I'm coming from a uh, hugs over masks meeting. Here's a pamphlet about the mask and like the dangers of it. And I just grabbed the pamphlet and folded it and put it in my pocket because I'm a pretty open person. Like I'm, I'm nice. So even if I think that your opinion, like at face value is probably nonsense. Like if I've never met anyone like you before with those kinds of opinions, I will hear you out. So I was like, Oh wow, this guy is just so friendly that he's gonna talk to me, some stranger on the street at night. It is dark. He literally just pulled something out of his pocket and handed it to me. I mean, th th this is an interesting individual. It would be it would be a waste of an experience not to engage this individual for at least like a little bit of time. <laughs> so I found out what his name was. I won't. I mean, his his name is kind of generic. So it's like, it's not like anybody is going to know who he is. His name was Connor. But uh, anyways, this, this stranger Connor that I met um, 
gave me this pamphlet or whatever. And he was like, hey, man, uh, you know, like, th th there's no, there's no uh, truth to the idea that masks prevent COVID-19. In fact, uh, the CDC says that wearing masks actually does not prevent the spread of COVID-19. And we had this like long conversation about how he was saying that masks are actually just like a, 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 a tool for the 1% uh, to habituate us to compliance. And that the reason that they're doing this thing with the masks is because they want everyone to to be used to having to to fall in line so that they can control us down the line and that all of our banking we're going to get rid of physical cash and then all of our banking is going to be done digitally and so the one percent if they want to shut down your bank account and control you they can do that and keep everybody inside and you will have no money if you if you don't agree or comply with what they want you to and that's why they're making everyone wear the masks so that people will comply right and and all of the big businesses are allowed to be open but all of the small businesses are closed and that's because they're trying to like 1984 us and make it so that only the corporations can make you know a, you know extra amounts of money or exorbitant amounts of money or whatever you want to call it right and uh that this is all a part of some ancient babylonian system that <laughs> this is all <laughs> this is what he's saying to me and i'm just listening to it i'm just like okay hearing him out and he goes all of the banks all of the banks except two are controlled by the rockefellers including like so i think i, I think the banks that aren't controlled are like there's like one in russia i think that isn't controlled by the rockefellers apparently and then another one in like some south american country and i asked them on the spot i was like actually i'll bring that up later so all of the banks in the world guys every single bank in the world is owned by the Rockefellers and they're a part of the 1% that's making us wear masks so that we will comply so that they can control the world and keep everybody inside all the time and start 1984, right? They're trying to turn North America into China, basically is what he was arguing. Now, I don't believe, like wh when he's saying all of this, I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't really think so, man. Um, I think he had said that like he doesn't even know if COVID is like actually like really an issue or a problem at all. Like like the people who are dying of COVID are dying of like comorbidities. Like the the amount of comorbidities is like ninety something percent. So he's like, oh, so COVID isn't even dangerous. I think is his point or something like that. He was saying stuff like this, and I was like, well, you know what? Like I'll just read this little pamphlet thing he's got. I'll just see if there's something in this pamphlet about masks. That makes any sense right well i was having this conversation with him i was just sort of hearing his viewpoints and uh i hadn't looked at the pamphlet yet so i went didn't even end up getting the cookies like we, we ended our conversation i went to subway didn't even get the cookies w went home and read the back of this pamphlet and guys <laughs> this pamphlet's points were like Masks increase the chance of respiratory infection. Masks encourage bullying for children and can affect their mental health as a result. Masks block the social cues that are made by faces of individuals. And that's important 
for children to be able to do with their parents in order for them to develop properly. Like these were the like, they, like the arguments on the back of this hugs over masks pamphlet. And can I just say, I mean, if you're not like a if you're not a critical thinker, like perhaps you're, you know, you're smart in other ways and you're not, you know, a critical thinker. So you're not thinking of all of the reasons that that's nonsense right now. Let me just explain to you <laughs> why all of that stuff that he said is so dumb, is so dumb. And in the moment I was thinking some of this doesn't add up. But when I sat down at home and really thought about it, I was like, no, 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 this is this is actually really dumb. This is actually really, really dumb. So first off, we'll start with the pamphlet. Masks lead to bullying. Okay, first off, if the entire idea is that everyone is wearing masks and everyone is complying, then why is it that anyone would be bullied for wearing a mask if everyone is doing it? First off. Second, even if it is the case that some people are being bullied for masks, doesn't that mean that there's nothing wrong with the masks, but everything wrong with our society? Doesn't that mean that instead, if masks indeed prevent the spread of COVID, which I believe they do, doesn't it mean that we need to just make it so that people are nicer as opposed to getting rid of masks, the thing protecting us from a deadly virus? Okay. Thirdly, this is just the one point we're talking about now. Thirdly, on point one, Masks are actually like a, an accessory now. I literally have a, a like a my one of my favorite rappers has his own mask that you can buy. Why would anybody be bullying you over what is now considered a fashion statement? Okay, this it's so dumb. Like ha ha ha, you're a loser. You're wearing a mask in the middle of a pandemic. Um, yes, that is exactly what I'm doing. I don't understand why. This pamphlet is suggesting that little children are going to be bullied by it. Speaking of children, by the way, the, the whole idea that it, the children need to be able to, to read facial expressions and see the facial expressions of their family members or whatever in order to grow and develop properly. Um, I don't assume that people are wearing masks in their home. I, I don't assume that that is what's going on. So I don't know why you're suggesting that children aren't going to be able to communicate with their family properly because they can't see facial expressions. Not only this, would you really suggest that because you cannot see someone's mouth and that you can only see like the top of their face, like their eyebrows and things like that, that you can't tell or through the tone of their voice, you can't tell what kind of emotions or attitudes that they have in a particular moment. Really? Are you saying that the mouth is the only part of the face that can convey emotion? Are you serious? Really? Not only that, are you going to suggest now that the children won't be able to see other instances of faces where there are no masks? Like, I don't know, on TV or, or, <laughs> or, or in a, in a, in a, in a place where you can take your mask off. Those places exist. I've gone to the gym and they're like, you have to wear a mask up until this point, but then you can take it off. People. Oh, by the way. Can I just state that the whole idea that, 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 uh, oh my God, I'm getting so ahead of myself because it's all so dumb. Okay. The third point was like respiratory infection. There's like an increase of respiratory infection. Okay. Listen, even if that was true, it's clearly not true enough to, or not. It's clearly not, um, there's clearly not enough of a risk that it could be a problem that we're all concerned about, okay? Like, how many people do you know who have had respiratory infection because of wearing a mask? Why isn't this, like, a huge issue? Why don't you know, like, 
20 people who have all had respiratory infections since COVID started. It's probably because that isn't true, or if it is true, it's insignificantly true. Like, it's not statistically significant enough. If it was true that you had an increased chance of respiratory infection that was significant, right, for wearing a mask, why don't we see doctors and surgeons left and right getting respiratory infections? Not only this, even if it is true, the average person is wearing a mask, how many t how many hours out of their day are you wearing a mask? Even if you go out to dinner with your friends, you're probably wearing the mask for like what? The 20 minutes it takes for you to get into the restaurant? Or if you're going grocery shopping, you're wearing a mask for what? The 30 minutes that you are actually grocery shopping? After that point, you take the mask off. Do you really mean to tell me that in 30 minutes, you can get a respiratory infection because of wearing a mask? That's ridiculous. You're stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> That's idiotic. It's dumb. It's dumb and I can't believe he handed this out on a pamphlet to me. Now, let's get to the stuff that he was talking to me about when we were on the street. Are you meaning to tell me that the Rockefellers own the banks in China? Well, that's impossible, because that would mean that they own the Chinese Communist Party. Unless you're suggesting that the Rockefellers own the Communist Chinese Party, then there's no way that they would own the bank, because the Communist Chinese Party does not separate itself from its military or economic and business sectors, sorry, or business sectors. So, the banks, for example, are owned by the government. The army is run by the government. Businesses are run by the government. So it's all it's all it's all China like they wouldn't just own the banks They'd own China. That's what you're saying <laughs> You're saying the Rockefellers own China now. I don't know how you're gonna substantiate or prove that in a way that is Beyond a reasonable doubt the case, but you can go ahead and give that a shot. I doubt it. Um not only this uh but the idea that only small businesses are being are being closed down is also ridiculous. When you consider the fact that the last couple places that I think I've even gotten food from are actually small businesses. I haven't gone to like a huge franchise like Kelsey's and like it's so ridiculous. Like there is a small tobacco shop that's open in my city. Like do you understand what I'm saying? Like, why is that guy open? How is that guy allowed to be open? There are plenty of small businesses that are open right now. I don't know why this guy thought that all of the large businesses like Walmart are the only ones that are allowed to be open and everything else is closed. It's stupid. It's stupid. Um, And he said something about this being a part of an ancient Babylonian system. I don't even know what that means, but that also just sounds stupid. I don't know what, like, what he's talking about. What is he talking about? The ancient Babylonians apparently had it right. So let me, like, I don't understand. Like, how would you even, that doesn't even make any sense. How are you going to apply an ancient Babylonian system to 2020? I honestly don't know how he could explain that to me. Anyways, um... These are all of the, these are, like, man, that's not even, like, all of the reasons that I concluded that this was stupid. But, like, when you, like, sit down and listen to one of them talk, like, one of these people who are, like, hugs over masks. In the moment, because you're just, at least for me, in the moment, because I'm a nice guy and I'm not trying to, like, actively combat this human being, right? I'm not gonna, like, rip him down to pieces. I'm just gonna hear him out. But when I went home and thought about it, I was like, this is actually insane. Like, the fact that somebody actually believes this 
is nuts. And he referenced, I'm not even going to tell you what this guy's YouTube channel is. Just because, actually, you know what? I'm not going to be the, the, the censor of information here. I just want you to know that I disavow this individual. He referenced Jesse Perez Casanova to me as this, like, source of information for all of this nonsense. And this guy is like some dude who's probably not even that much older than me, just in his room with a crappy camera, talking about how the 1% wants to kill us all. The dude's got like a thousand views on his on his uh, on his YouTube video, and I'm like, really, man? Like, this is the guy? This is the guy you're taking information from? And it's cult think. It's cult think. That's why he's he's looking at this Jesse guy, and he's like, yeah, this guy is legit. Because, because the cult, he basically, he's saying like, we've got a limited window to rebel against the, the, the 1% and the government as they stand. We've got a small window. This is cult think. This is what cults do. They convince you that there's a, there's like, there's urgency. There's urgency in this matter. If you don't, if you don't join us quickly, you know, it might be too late. You know, there's a limited time frame. For this to end and you get to be a part of it you know you're lucky enough to be a part of the small faction who was told about this it's stupid but it's cult think if you aren't smart enough to critically evaluate their argument you will get sucked into this tiny little shitty cult and they'll fill your head with all these little nonsense nonsense inconsistencies and you will go around thinking that the rockefellers own china Instead of like, it's it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. And the thing is, the guy's nice. He's a really nice guy. He's really nice. But oh my god, how stupid this this idea is. I bet he's intelligent too. I mean, he seems like he was listening to the Bhagavad Gita Vita or whatever the hell you call it. I don't know what you call it, but he he seems like he 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 wants knowledge, but he just got sucked in. To this ridiculous, nonsensical cult. Like, I really believe it's a cult. You got a limited amount of time. They spread the word. They, like, evangelize their crappy beliefs. It's a cult. So I told him straight up. I texted him, like, all of this stuff. I gave him all these reasons why I was like, man, I don't know. This is, like, not legitimate. Like, you need to... Because I took his number, right? Because I wanted to follow up with this guy. Because whenever I... If I run into a belief system like this, I want to investigate it. Like, almost journalistically. Right? So I told him, I was like, look, man. Like, for all of these reasons, this makes no sense. And I think that, like, you're... Like, this is just me sitting down and thinking about it for, like, not even 30 minutes. Just, like, spitballing why all of it makes no sense. You should really consider getting out of there, man. Like, I get serious cult vibes from this. Right? So this is what I tell the guy. And he's like, I'm going to message you tomorrow and I'm going to make sure that my uh, my arguments are all super concrete and uh, change your mind. And I just didn't even respond. I just didn't even respond because I'm like, look, man, if I can sit down here and in 30 minutes spitball a million reasons why what you said to me makes absolutely no sense and it's going to take you an entire day to refute each one of those points... At that point, you're like looking for a reason for why you're right instead of actually criticizing what you believe to think, well, maybe I could be wrong. And if that's what you're doing, chances are 
you're, you're, whatever you're promoting or believing or whatever is probably not 100% concrete and true. And there are probably a lot of holes in it. A lot of holes. Even if you want to believe that one or two of the things that you've heard is true, you couldn't consider that all of the things that you've heard is true if somebody has literally just dismantled like almost every part of your argument. Something as simple as, and by the way, the CDC now, I don't know if at one point they said masks don't, you know, effectively discourage the spread of coronavirus, but now the CDC actually says that it does prevent the spread of coronavirus, that masks are an effective tool. By the way, for any of you who were wondering, um, and I also found an article that suggested that masks are an effective way, uh, to stop respiratory infections, like from spreading, from spreading. So something like coronavirus, um, or respiratory viruses. Oh my God. Maybe I should link to that in the description. Anyways, that's like an actual, like, reputable source that I got that from, as opposed to some dude on YouTube. Uh, and can I just say this? For anybody, okay, okay, forget all that crazy hugs over masks thing. Anybody out there who actually thinks that you shouldn't have to wear a mask or that masks are not effective. I have one argument. I have one argument that I really think should just make it so that you wear a mask. Okay, we know for a fact, can we all agree to the premise that a virus can spread via droplets from the mouth or nostril? Can we agree that that is true? Okay, that's true. Can we agree that preventing droplets from leaving or exiting the mouth or nose would reduce the chance of transmitting viruses or infections. Can we agree to that? Okay. Can we agree that a mask, that a mask would literally prevent droplets from leaving the mouth and or nose? Okay. Yes. So even if, even if a mask's a mask only reduces the chance of spreading coronavirus by like 5%, wouldn't it be better to wear the mask than to not wear the mask? We know that masks literally stop droplets from leaving your mouth. And we know that droplets that leave your mouth can spread the virus. If you can stop droplets from leaving your mouth, you reduce the chance of spreading the virus. Masks reduce or stop droplets from, from leaving your mouth. Therefore, masks reduce the chance of spreading the virus. Even if minimally, isn't it better to wear a mask than not to wear a mask? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, even if it's 1%, even if you reduce the spread of coronavirus by like 2%, 3%, if that could save another human being's life somewhere in a nursing home, wouldn't it be worth it to just wear a mask? I don't know. That's what I think.
That's what I think. I think that to say that masks are not an effective way of preventing the spread of coronavirus is sort of ridiculous in that anything and everything that can prevent the spread of coronavirus in the smallest degree is something that you should use. Right? And to those people who are like, well, you know what, like, it starts with the masks, and then they say that you can't, you know, you, you, you can't have, uh, um, I don't know, you can't have, um, facial hair anymore, you know what I'm saying, and then you can't get service if you, if you, if you wear moccasins, and then we're all wearing gray shirts and eating gray mush, and we're in 1984, and blah, listen. We already do this with other things, not just masks, okay? Can I just say that if you don't have a shirt, you don't get served in some places. And not having a shirt has nothing to do with a virus, okay? It is already a thing that if you go somewhere and you don't have shoes, they will not serve you. A mask is just one more thing that you need to get served, not only that, can I just say, it's not the law that you have to wear a mask. If you're out on the street, you can just not have a mask on. It is the policy of the organization or business that you are entering that you wear a mask in the same way that it is their policy that you wear a shirt. This isn't the law. It's not in law. So you don't have to worry about the government coming to your house and being like, you, you, have, you have facial hair, you have facial hair. Like, it's about the business. So that's, so that argument to me doesn't make any sense either. Cause it's like, man, like at the end of the day, what you got to understand is that that is not going to be something that, um, that affects you in, 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 in every part of your life. Like, you're not going to get fined on the street for not having a mask, is what I'm saying. If they started to do stuff like that, I think I'd have a problem with it. Like, in the sense that it's like... When it's the policy of... When it's the policy of an organization that you wear A, B, or C, that's different from the law saying, like, you must, you, you must have, you know a mask on you must not have facial hair stuff like that that's like a bit too much but the policy of an organization it's like man they're an organization they're free to do what they want right with respect to like as long as they're not discriminating against anybody for something that they you know can't control they can do pretty much whatever they want um so yeah man no we're not in an ancient babylonian system it's getting hot in here. Hold on one second. We're not in an ancient Babylonian system. All right. We're not, we're not being turned into cattle. Actually, in a lot of senses, you know, people would argue that we already are, but my, my point is that, uh, that like, don't worry. Don't worry. The masks are not the start of the end. And by the way, like, Look, man, the mask is not going to be the thing that makes it so that I am a, a, a sheep that you can that you can walk all over, right? That's not going to be the thing to do it, right? If they ever started, you know, trying something really crazy, like, you know, having a Holocaust 2.0 or something in my country, you know, the mask would not be the thing that 
that made it so that that I would allow that to happen. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. You know, I'm pretty sure all of us, irrespective of masks, would be upset with something like that. Like, I don't think that the the mask is this crazy hypnotic tool that they're going to use to 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 destroy all of us. Okay, doesn't make any sense. Oh, by the way, when you go to restaurants, people aren't wearing masks because they have to eat. It's so dumb. It's so dumb, man. Anyways, man. That was crazy. I ran into somebody who's anti-mask. Who's anti-mask. Nuts. Nuts, man. Um... I just wanted to talk about how people want to shed their humanity, but only when it comes to certain things. Like we want to shed aspects of our humanity that were more relevant or important in the past. Like we want to shed violence, dirtiness. Uh, we, we want to shed um, all kinds of things that are just innately human you know a, a lack of emotional control we're constantly trying to distance ourselves from that uh that um more primal part of ourselves but one thing that i noticed that we don't want to you know distance ourselves from for some reason is is uh the role of the sexes that's something that they don't want to like distance themselves from. And the reason that I brought this up is because I've heard people like on podcasts recently talk about the role of men and the role of women or the male female dynamic. With respect to raising people. And I think that this is particularly odd because I thought that we were in a place where men and women are equal and it doesn't really matter whether you have a penis or a vagina. The most important thing is that you're a decent person. I thought that that's what we were on about. But still, it seems that there are some people who are talking about male and female roles or like the male male presence or male energy or male this or male that and um with respect to raising kids can i just say that perhaps a man doesn't know how to be uh both the mother and the father to their daughter because they were only taught how to be the father. If you only teach a man the most stereotypically manly things, they're probably not going to be good at relating to their daughters. But if you just teach a man to be a decent person, and allow them to engage their emotions and don't frustrate them from being sensitive, it's possible that they're going to be able to raise a daughter quite fine. 
if they were a single parent and vice versa for a woman raising boys. What you need to do is teach people how to be parents instead of teaching them to be a mother or a father. And that way you don't actually need like male energy or female energy. I think, you know, um, in the home with respect to like raising kids, because obviously they're going to get male and female energy, the stereotypical male and female energy from other things, right? And when I say that, doesn't even have to be a man or a woman doing it. Like, I don't know, the competitive spirit, like the competitive dominant spirit of athletes is present in male and female sports. And I think that's the problem with, uh, the problem with, uh, the way that humans are, or have sort of developed is that we don't really have a word to describe, uh, manly characteristics outside of saying the more manly, this, the more manly that, unless you do what I just did and say dominant competitiveness, when you think dominant and competitive, you don't immediately think woman, but the truth is there are women who are dominant and competitive and you need to be dominant and you need to be competitive in some parts of your life. If you're going to negotiate with somebody in the business world or in any other part of your life, just say you're buying a new car. If you're just a pushover and you're not competitive and you're not dominant, if you're not assertive, you will be walked on. And you don't need a man to teach you how to be assertive. I know this because I was taught to be assertive by somebody who was not a man. You just need someone who understands what assert what it means to assert yourself respectfully. That's what you need. doesn't matter if they've got a, a penis. But it's like people people don't want to like let go of that. Like they want to let go of all of the brutality that existed in human society. They want to let go of the disease, the dirtiness. They want to let go of all of that, but they don't want to let go they don't want to let go of the role of the sexes. I don't know. That just doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't make any sense. It's like And that's when you get people who are like, "Oh, this 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 young this young gentleman was never taught how to be a man." It's like, "Okay, so let me ask, so what is he then?" If you actually believe in the role of the sexes and he isn't assertive or, or dominant in the way that you would want a man to be, for example, let's say he had parents who didn't really teach him how to be a, you know, a good advocate for himself or her or whatever. So if he's not a man, what is he? Is he a boy until he learns how to assert himself? And what happens when there is a woman who asserts or who asserts herself? Is she a man? doesn't make any sense or is she a woman oh well if she's a woman then okay so i guess it doesn't really matter then the whole the whole statement doesn't know how to be a man doesn't make any sense then because if it has something to do with you know asserting yourself for example or being dominant and a woman can do that then you're not being a man you're being assertive so that your sentence should have been this may this young gentleman doesn't know how to assert himself and that's what i'm saying it's like 
that's what you should be that's that is what you need you don't need a penis or a vagina you need a set of beliefs or 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 values that you can teach a young person that's what you need because i think as long as we keep doing this like saying oh well this is what a man does and this is what a woman does like the divisions are 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 the divisions are are they're not real. The divisions aren't real, man. I'm telling you. You create them with your ideas about the way people should be. With respect to personalities, the divisions aren't real, and I don't think people I don't think people gather that. I don't think people gather that. I think that people believe that they only act the way that they do partially you know in part due to their, their 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 sex or whatever like that but there are so many there are so many times that i can remember in my life where it's like sometimes you want to do one thing or you're doing one thing and then you correct yourself because you're like oh that's not the man thing to do you get what i'm saying like you literally correct yourself like what you were doing naturally you shut down because of what you think you should have been doing. Like how many men who claim to be manly men are just not going to wear a pink shirt? Not because they fundamentally have a problem with the color pink or don't think that pink could look cool, but because they associate it with the sex that is not their own. And so their insecurity makes it so that they don't wear it. Which, by the way, can I just say, if you think that what I'm saying is nonsense, then you should never wear pink. <laughs> and any man that wears pink now, today, you should make fun of, apparently. Or not, or not, uh, or not respect. Or think is actually doing a womanly type thing. Even though before World War I, pink was a man's color. It's in your head. <laughs> It's in your head, man. It's not real. Separate and aside from a woman being able to carry a baby and a man only being able to fertilize eggs. With respect to personality, like, like that's like, that's like the only, like, that's, I mean, actually, no, I want to say that I was going to say that that's like the only difference really, but the truth is it's like, that's not even applicable because what we're talking about here are personalities. So there really is no difference. Like, if you want to argue that women are, like, more compassionate than men or something like that, man, even that, even that can be chucked up to the way that you raise women and men. Technically. And then it's like, is that even true? When you consider, I mean, w w how many times have people said that women are brutal to each other? Like, young women are brutal to each other. I mean, they do ruthless things. Are they more compassionate when they do that? Or are they just compassionate in different ways? I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, the, like the male energy and female energy, it's so dumb. It's so dumb to me. It doesn't make any sense.
it's not male energy or female energy. It's like, okay, just teach the kid to just be a good person. Like in my, in my personal view, the ideal person is just like neutral. They're not like overly macho and they're not overly passive because either way, like the truth is, it's like, if you teach, if you teach a woman to be the stereotypical kind of woman, they will just be walked all over their entire life. But if you teach a man to be the stereotypical type of man, they're just going to butt heads with everybody and be stuck in their own ego. What you need is neutrality. Like that's what you need. You need to teach a human being. You need to teach a human being to play both sides of that field irrespective of their sex. Because that's the best thing, man. Nobody wants a, a hardened man who can't express their emotions or, 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 or feel anything. Nobody wants a woman who can't hold a conversation or, or, or you know, get, get a, a taste of success on their own. Nobody wants these, these, these extreme ideas, these extreme and old ideas of man and, and, and woman. At least I don't, right? Anyways, man, this is, this is a waste of time talking about all that, but I'm addicted to nicotine. I don't know if I told anybody about this, but I, I got a, I got a vape or a Instead of Vipe, it's Views now. Um, and I think I have like 18 mils of nicotine in that thing. And um, I smoked that thing for like two days. And I am already addicted. Already. No joke. Um, I'm, I can control it enough that I can go like a week without smoking it. But I'm addicted for sure. Like, I mean, I get cravings. My body is definitely like, I want that. I want that, you know. And uh, basically, for those of you who have addictions, can I just say that the best thing to do, I'll tell you right now, if you want to know how to get over an addiction, this is what you got to do. You have to, A, Find a substitute addiction. That's the easiest thing that you can do. So if you're addicted to cigarettes, alternatively, whenever you get a craving for a cigarette, fight it for as long as you can. But then instead of having a cigarette, get something else like a bag of chips, right? Or chocolate, okay? Or alcohol, right? Something else that is just going to mitigate your desire for this other thing. Now that sounds like a bad idea. But in my experience, it has worked, okay? It's good because you're not really addicted to that other thing yet. I mean, even if you like it, right? But whatever it is that you that you use as a substitute, it needs to be less damaging to you than the addiction that you currently have. So if you're addicted to like marijuana, please do not like substitute your addiction for marijuana with cocaine, that's just going the opposite direction. What you need to do is dial it back. Do the opposite of the gateway. So for most people, it was probably like alcohol, cigarettes, marijuana, cocaine, 
hydros heroin crack right that was probably the, the the line so if you're on marijuana what you need to do is go back go back to nicotine cigarettes probably not though i'd probably go back to alcohol if i was you from alcohol you can go back to like twinkies or sweets or whatever from that you can go back to like physical activity which is the next thing physical activity whenever you get a craving go work out that's it go work out and i'm talking like really work out I'm talking like you need to be exhausted by the end. All right. That's the next thing. You get the substitute addiction and then you also work out every time. Doesn't matter. Every time you get the craving, work out. Kill that craving with the workout. All right. Third thing, hobby. Get a hobby. Something that you can put your flow into. I don't know if it's learning a language, playing chess, playing the guitar, all right? Something that is going to get your mind into a place where you are not thinking about your addiction anymore, but thinking about the task at hand. Those three things, that's it. Those three things. And yes, sometimes you will, you will falter and you will relapse. You don't go into it wanting to relapse, but sometimes things happen, okay? But addiction is a process of relapsing and quitting over and over and over again, right? You do those three things long enough, you will quit the addiction. You will quit the addiction. Because you're killing the craving every single time. And I want you to think about it like that. I want you to think about it like you are killing it. You need to empower yourself. By, by actually envisioning and believing that this thing is dying every single time that I do that. Do not let that thing have control or power over you. It is nothing. It is nothing. It is weak. It is a worm. And you will destroy it with those three things. That is how you have to think about it. Or at least that's how I think about it. And it gets me pumped up. Like I want to punch a hole through a wall. You know what I'm saying? So my substitute for nicotine has been chocolate, potato chips. I can play my guitar. I'm thinking I'm going to start getting back into to, uh, jumping rope and shadow boxing. And uh, yeah, man, I'm going to kill this addiction. I'm just going to kill it. It's like I'm not even, interestingly enough, I'm just not even worried about it. Because I'm I've done this once before. So I'm just ready to kill it. I am not worried at all. On that note, though, it's interesting that, like, a lot of the things that we enjoy, nicotine, marijuana, whatever, whatever you're into, alcohol, even, like, activities, you know... Fighting, for example, for me, these are things that you like that you want to do, but they just, they destroy you. It makes me think of that song. I think I've talked about this before where it's like, everything that kills me makes me feel alive. Me, 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 
and then there's dubstep and all that. Like, really, it's true. This stuff is killing you, but you like it. It doesn't make any sense. But I'm realizing now that a lot of what people are doing is killing anxiety. That's what they're doing. They have a, a set of feelings that they don't like, and, and they're taking the edge off, literally, with this, with this substance. You're killing anxiety. That's what you're doing. And what you need to learn to do is kill anxiety with those things that are good for you, like working out, exercise. Kill it with that. Kill it with fire. And the fire is uh, working out. Anyways, man, that's the show. That's the show for today. I'm probably going to eat some potato chips, <laughs> go for a workout. Because I got a craving. Probably should just work out and not eat potato chips. But hey. You got to work your way back into it. I, I, I've been lazy the last couple of weeks. I was working out like two two days out of the week. For a little while there. I had insane cardio. I felt like El Kukui. But uh, you know. I, 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 I got out of it just because it's a pain to have to drive 30 minutes to my gym. So I'm thinking I'm going to change gyms. Anyways, man. Um I'm going to I'm going to probably work out and 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 do all that. If you guys like the podcast but you don't want to see it on YouTube, you can just listen to it on Spotify, Apple or Google Play Podcasts as well as other podcasting platforms. If you want to follow me on my social media, I am the Combat Addict, no spaces on Instagram and Twitter, but no Snapchat. We don't do that here. We don't do that. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. If you've made it to this point, you are truly a champion. So I want you to clap. Give yourself a round of applause right now for being a real combat addict fan. A proper combat addict fan. And uh, yeah, baby. I want you to enjoy your day. I don't know what you're doing right now. I don't know what you're going to be doing for the rest of your day, but I want you to enjoy it. So peace and love, everybody. Combat Addict out.